Welcome to another exciting episode of By the Railside Podcast. Uh, with me today, I have Jeff. I'm so excited! And the guy who has successfully captured Danny DeVito's farts. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm your host, Zach. Uh, don't forget to, uh, before we get into it, don't forget to uh, follow us on all them socials. Uh, and then listen to us on Spotify, uh, YouTube. And then follow us on uh, Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash by the railside, where you can catch us live most of the time on Fridays. Sometimes we change it, and then we don't post about it anywhere that we've changed it. So yeah, uh, this week we uh, watched and we get to review Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, this movie was fantastic. I loved it. I also got halfway through it, and then Jordan came up, and we decided that Jeff would probably be Team Hydra immediately. It was, it's for sure going to happen. Hail Hydra? Yep. He's doing the hand thing right now. Actually, I wasn't. I was cleaning my keyboard. <laughs> up in the air, because you're doing the hand thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and to tell us a little bit about the movie is uh, is Jordan. See another one from Blazer uh, three four six, and I'm kind of nervous. Should I do that one or Halo one K, Jeff? No, Blazer. Yeah, see if he redeems himself. Okay. Uh, two years after the alien attack on New York, Steve Rogers starts to adjust to the modern world and works as an agent of Shield. However, Steve disagrees with the rules of today as he faces a world of threats, complexities, and no segregation. What? 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 I don't know. Uh, when director Nick Fury is killed by a mysterious assassin called the Winter Soldier, Steve is warned not to trust anyone, uh, only to find himself being framed for not sharing information. On the run, Rogers launches an investigation into a deadly conspiracy, which reveals that S.H.I.E.L.D. has been infiltrated by his old arch nemesis, Hydra, who have been hiding in plain sight. Uh, with only Black Widow and Falcon as backup, Rogers must once again suit up and defeat Hydra from launching their ultimate weapon before it's too late. All right. Thank you, Blazer. And thank you, Jordan. I'm starting to think Blazer might be a little bit racist. This movie had nothing to do with segregation, and he was just like, gotta throw that one in there. Why yeah. aren't the black people segregated? No. <laughs> it had a, it had a new, new character who eventually, spoilers, becomes Captain America. Oh, does he? Yeah. Huh. Um, Is he going to be able to fly and throw the shield? Yes, absolutely. Several hey, times. Let's go. Yeah. He's got a cool suit. I like him. Yeah. He's pretty shit, but I like his suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we're going to go to our, our segment where we try and guess what Jeff's going to rate the movie. If it's higher than a two, you're wrong! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going with a six. Uh, had a decent amount of action. Not a whole lot of um, like crazy special effects that were needed. Um, there, there's no love story really. There's an awkward little uh, makeout sesh, but other than that, she's a whore. Yep, she absolutely was is. Awkward. That was tactical. Oh yes. I'm going to use that now. Tongue puncher. 
Um, Steve wants to tongue punch a fart box. Yeah. And we already we found out he enjoys Falcon suit, so that's a plus. So yeah, I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking a six. Uh, Jordan, I, I think I'm gonna go with a, a seven on this one, just to to you know like Price is Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a half it is. Fucker, <laughs> I like round up. I win. Um, yeah, I thought I think he enjoyed the movie. Like there was no there was no love story. It was it was just like uh, basically quick banter between uh, Natasha and Steve. Um, lots of action and lots of uh, lots of information in this one. Like there was there wasn't a moment where I thought to myself like oh Jeff's gonna wonder about this or ask a question about this. I think everything was fairly well explained um, as long as you remember like some of the older characters from the other movies, which shouldn't be hard because. We've been forcing him to watch one movie a week, so. Yeah, can't get all mixed up. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. He may not know the names of the characters. Who's this black guy with an eye patch? <laughs> uh, black Widow. <laughs> oh, makes sense now. They said Black Widow was in that room at the end. All right. So, we're going to... Uh... We're going to jump into uh, some of the, the technical aspects of the movie. And then I think, me personally, I want to spend a little bit extra time on the characters. Just because there are new characters that get introduced in this. And some of them are badass. Uh, actually, pretty much all of them are. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, technical side. Uh, let's go with Jeff. What do you think of the, the effects, the editing, and, and all the music and stuff like that? All right. As I say with every single Marvel Marvel movie, the punching sounds are obnoxious. <laughs> um, the actual like special effects and whatnot seemed okay. I didn't notice anything overly uh, um, out of place or anything like that. I will have to disagree with you. You said something about there not being a lot of special effects in this movie. This movie was like so many special effects. Like that whole ending with the fucking spaceships and whatnot, that's all special effects and shit, right? Not spaceships, but you know what I mean. Like, there was a fuck ton of special effects in this, but I didn't find any of them to be, like, out of place or, or look awkward. Um, one part I did have problem with with this movie was this was one of the classic action memes, shake the camera violently while looking at the action, and I fucking despise that. There w This movie was like, cut to this scene, or cut to this angle, cut to this angle, shake the camera, cut to this angle. And it was so bad at some points. Like, the first scene when they were uh, attacking the shield, the shield ship that got taken over by pirates, it actually hurt my eyes. It was shaking and cutting so much. It, it, it was really bad in this movie. What about you, Did Jordan? Did you guys notice that at all? Uh, I noticed it a little bit. It didn't bug me so much because that was, I guess, my brain is just used to it at this point. Like, if it's shaking, that means action is happening. Um, I also kind of view it as just a way to get around uh, them doing Actors. more. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple fight scenes I noticed that they didn't really do that. Like, uh, when they were fighting on the bridge, it was fairly, like, there was a lot of cuts, yes, but the, uh, the action itself, uh, it was fairly static. I thought it was fairly well done as well, especially the uh, the knife fight between uh, the Winter Soldier and Steve. Yeah, um, which there uh, was, uh, right, right. Uh, yeah, there was something I noticed, uh, and I don't know if this was just like due to Natasha's character, um, but she would like always ends up with 
her legs wrapped around someone's head at least once in like any movie that she's in. Uh, and I don't know if that's just due to her like fighting style or what, but I thought that was that was funny. I feel there was a couple times she was fighting um, the Winter Soldier in this one, and she's just like, I'd, I'd look away for one second, turn back, oh, she's on his head again. Yeah, that's the whole female assassin pose, is you oh. have to use your legs and basically put them in a sex position. <laughs> power Strap thighs. Strap with your coochie! Stab in the neck! Absolutely power thighs. It's, it's one of their key weapons. To be fair, though, if she did that to me, I would just melt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Just fucking stab me. Do it. Slow. Yeah, the, uh... The shaking I don't really notice too much, but that like my genre of movie is mostly like action stuff. I really enjoy action movies, even just like the the lazy action movies, some like the the Expendables and shit. So, I it's there, but I don't really click into it. Um, yeah, it's like me and the music. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the the knife fight scene uh, between Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, that one's more like pretty impressive because that's actually Sebastian Stan, who, who plays the Winter Soldier, doing all those knife flips. Like those weren't CGI knife flips; those were actually him doing it, which is really impressive. Yeah, I, I would say it'd be more impressive if it was like one cut. You know what I mean? But it's like he does one flip, then it cuts, then he does something else, then it cuts, then he does another flip, then it cuts. I it's well obviously it's much harder to get everything right in one cut i really prefer not cutting to different angles after every single piece of action you know what i mean yeah like i i I bring this up every fucking time and it's like beating a dead horse but the beginning of john wick 2 that whole scene is basically just one fucking cut and it shows the actual choreography and learning of the fight and all that kind of stuff by the actors and actually puts them to acting, not just flip the knife. Okay. We can cut, you can do something else, move over, flip the knife once every everything is done properly as an actual choreographed scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. But realistically, we don't know, like because of these ones and, and well, any movie, they always have multiple camera angles of everything. So I don't think it's more on the lines of, um, the action itself is just like stop, go, stop, go. It's I think it's just them, the the editing process of it, getting the different angles. So it could be one consistent motion, but it just looks janky because of the cutting into different camera angles and stuff like that. It could be, and there's no real way to know either way, right? Yeah, unless you go to the behind the scenes and then you actually watch the full practicing and choreography. Was there any of that for this movie? Yes. Oh yeah. But you don't. Uh, yeah, you you don't get it in the in your version. But their, my version yeah. had no subtitles. So I had to go find those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only French. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just Batroc. Um, but yeah, that was good. Um, the effects of the actual gunship. That's why I meant like like more the the fighting. When I said that there was hardly any effects, it was more like the fighting stuff. It's more of the action pack, whereas if you get like Iron Man and stuff like that, that pretty much the whole thing is CG. Every fight scene or anytime he's in a suit, um, the the gunships looked cool. The concept of it was uh, pretty good. The music, um, 
Jeff won't notice it yet, but uh, I should make a note and remember the song that was playing in the apartment that uh, Nick Fury, when, when Cap found Nick Fury in his apartment. I don't know. Did, did you recognize the song, Jordan? Uh, not really recognized, but it, I mean, I just assumed it was one of his older ones. Yeah. From, from before he was all juiced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, uh, you'll, uh, remember it in Endgame. But yeah, I caught on to that because I, I haven't watched them all in a row and I've been watching mostly the, the newer, uh, ones that came out. So, um, that song was pretty cool. And the, uh, I don't know, the Winter Soldier is such a badass too. That, that's a great character. Uh, one thing I didn't enjoy about the character this time around, like it, it only gives you a, a tiny hint in the dialogue, like how he's still alive. Um, you can pretty much guess that it's just like cryo freezing because Steve's, as he said in this movie, is like ninety five or ninety seven. Yeah, and Bucky's still alive and he looks the same. Like, nah, something's got to be off with that. But they didn't exactly explain what's going on. Although I think uh, in like two or three, no, three movies. A certain amount of movies, it'll actually explain it. Yeah, they said they said that he was cryo frozen for a while, and that was the reason they couldn't uh, like rejig his memory or something weird like that because he'd been out of the cryo freeze for too long, so they had to just wipe him or something weird like that. He pooped his pants, so they gotta wipe him up. Yeah. yeah, man on the bridge. I knew him. Yeah, I would have. I would have liked to like see more about like what happened to Bucky rather than just well he fell and he survived because experimented on and then they shoved him in ice and put a metal arm on him <laughs> yeah luckily you do find out more later on it's one of the good things and bad things about the MCU like they'll they'll give you a little taste of something but then they wait like four or five movies and then they explain it which is kind of shitty but mm-hmm. I guess at this point it's, it's not really a huge thing because if you want to know, you can just either look it up or just watch the next movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it's like the they were <laughs> they were already basing it off of like a subscription service, you know, that one weekly release at a time. You're just like, no, <laughs> yeah. you stay around, you you bastard. Um, but yeah, the winter the Winter Soldier, yeah, it would have been better if they explained a little bit. But yeah, like like Jordan said, they do get into it a little bit more in the movies. I think this was more just a. Um, sort of bring him back and then help the Captain America arc along, which his, his arc, um, going from like, basically he goes from soldier to, uh, I guess an infinity war where he's, he's technically called nomad. That's the character that he's sort of portraying is the nomad character where it's not a mercenary, but just like him developing his like, there needs to be a right like regardless of what the what people are saying like if something's not right then he's he's against it which is what he's slowly develop or he's developing more into in this movie but you notice it back in avengers he was starting to question what was going on and uh in the gunship and stuff like that and so i like his character arc throughout the the mcu yeah, I liked how they played into the uh, the uncertainty of it, and um, 
uh, him not knowing if he should continue working with S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. would never let him go, even if he decided not to, right? But um, how he was, like, actually questioning it. It was a little... I mean, situationally, he didn't have much choice after, uh, spoilers, Nick got shot. But, uh, um, it, it was a little like, oh, question, 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 then suddenly like, okay, we gotta do this all of a sudden. But, um, I mean, like I said, situationally, he didn't really have much choice. It almost seemed like two, two distinct ideas that kind of just like one cut the other one short because it had better, bigger precedent kind of thing. But, uh, I like, I liked where they were going with it, where he was starting to question things instead of just being a blind idiot. Although he's still a fucking idiot. Cause when he oh, yeah. fought, fought Batrock or whatever the guy's name is, the guy's like got a super high body count and whatnot. He knocks him down and then instead of like arresting him and like, actually tying him up and whatnot he just walks away to like berate natasha <laughs> and then the guy gets up and runs away like what the fuck yeah but i think that plays more into his like like the, the previous persona of the of the captain and the soldier and realizing like like you you lose sight because it's almost like going red when you're so angry because she jeopardized the mission and stuff like that just be and then on top of that he had stuff hidden from him because even though he's supposed to be leading this mission. So I definitely agree. He probably should have tied up the prisoner, but I also do understand the, the just being straight angered. And also like, he's a super soldier. Like if you get punched, you should be fucking out for a while. So that's, that's another thing that was really inconsistent in this movie. In one of the other movies, I think it was a Thor movie. Maybe I don't remember. Uh, he blocked a full-powered Thor shot with a shield from the hammer of Mjolnir, right? Like, yeah. that's full bam. And it leveled a goddamn forest. He didn't flinch. He got punched by George St. Pierre, and he got knocked back. Guy's just, like, a random dude, as far as I know. And he seemed to, like, have more effect on Captain than fucking Thor did. And then when he got hit, like, he, I say hit. Uh, when he blocked a grenade with his shield, and it sent him flying. One, grenades don't have that strong of a shockwave. And two, again, it wouldn't be as strong as Thor blasting you with his fucking hammer. Like, there's inconsistencies with that. Yeah. I think, yeah, that was more, I think, just to show the power of, or, I think, to develop that, that key trio of the of the avengers but yeah there is inconsistencies when it comes to that shield also like why not just put the shield on top of the grenade yeah well but, if it just absorbs force yeah well no and, it's gonna blow off his straps he can't hold it now yeah it's only a frisbee <laughs> or a plate um whatever happened to the fucking pirate anyways they're just like he runs away then he gets captured off-screen by S.H.I.E.L.D., possibly. They show he's captured, and then that's it. Like, yeah. the antagonist... Obviously, that wasn't the, like, inciting incident. He wasn't the main antagonist or anything. They're just like, this is the bad guy. He's got a super high body count. We captured him off-screen, then you never hear about him again. It's like, wow, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, it's just meant as, like, a... Like a he was a sacrificial villain. lamb, right? Because yeah. he was hired by one of the other shield people to attack other shield people was that that was nick that hired him to attack that so that he could get the 
the fucking Hydra stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. It, it was a little, they were like going back and forth as to who was doing it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was Nick, but I never actually like stopped to think about it really. Yeah. And Batroc comes back in for a little bit in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So the TV show oh, yeah. on, on Disney Plus. Oh, and the Winter Soldier comes back and teams up with him, does he? Yeah. Because he just kind of walks away. Does that other fucking guy come back at some point? At the end, the uh, the Hydra guy that was fighting with um, Falcon, and then he got, like, hit by the crashing airship and got all burnt to hell, and then it showed a uh, like, scene of him all burnt to hell at the hospital. I assume he comes back at some point. Oh, yes. He, uh, uh, I think Captain America Civil War? Is when he comes back? Yeah, I've never seen that movie, so I wouldn't know. Uh, no, I thought he comes back in. Uh... Oh no, no, it is Super War. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. As uh, he transforms into the villain as of Crossbones, I think is what it's called. Again, just another D class villain thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're. Uh... What was I gonna say? Yeah, the Batroc is cool. He's just more just like a master of martial arts type deal. So it was. I like that they they made it so that he was fighting a guy, and the guy called him out on just only using his shield, which was kind of cool. Um, just to see like the more hand to hand combat of of Captain America, other than his like ability to calculate angles insanely quick. For reasons. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the other uh, villain that they brought back was, ah, uh, uh, oh, fuck. I always fuck up his name. Arlem Zoloff. That's what it is. Yeah, the fucking non German guy. Yeah, he's Swiss. Yeah. But is he dead now because they, like, bombed him? Um, I think. I mean, Maybe. he's probably on a thumb drive somewhere. Yeah, he hasn't uh, he hasn't popped up in any of the shows or, or anything like that recently. So I'm sure that they'll like like they they'll eventually bring him back. They'd like bring back characters just like how they brought back Abomination, and uh, he's gonna be a a little bit bigger role in uh, the She-Hulk TV show. But the, oh yeah, yeah, the fact that they have so many of these characters now and access to them, I think it's just going to be constant interchanging and, and coming back almost like in the comics, which, yeah, that's, that's kind of the comic go to, right? It's just like, we reuse, we have like a hundred thousand villains, but we reuse the same ones that people like over and over again. Cause that sells, right? Yeah. Which is why they're coming out with the Wolverine video game. <laughs> Apparently it's going to be like more mature, uh, rating and stuff like that so Wolverine's gonna fuck shit up I mean you can get away with a lot more in video games for a teen rating than you can for a TV show right yeah um, what did you think of uh, Captain America in this one Jordan uh, I, th I thought he was pretty on par he, he definitely goes uh, a lot farther down the rabbit hole of, of what if um, or like why are we doing this you can, you can see it a little bit in the even his first appearance in his first movie like he he's like, hey, there's guys that are captured. We should go save them. And his commanding officer's like, mm, I think you're dumb, so no. And then he just goes and fucking does it anyway. So he's always been the, like, I'm doing the right thing because it's the right thing. Go ahead and try and stop me. 
I'll break your fucking leg. Um, yeah. And you see it a lot more. Actually, you do see it a lot more in this one. Uh, the other ones, he's just like, yeah, I'm going to punch these guys until they're uh, sleeping or unconscious. Um, whereas this one, he, he does the same thing, but it's like any means necessary to get the mission done. Like when they were infiltrating the boat, he just straight threw a knife through a guy's hand because he was going to pull the alarm. That's that's not some Captain America shit. Yeah. Well, that that's modern America, Captain America. Or when he fucking murked that guy with a, a boot kick into the side of the boat. Well, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's he's paralyzed now. Oh, I was thinking about the time he kicked a guy up into one of the jet turbines and blew up the fucking gunship. Oh yeah, that, that too. Was, that, I laughed at that because that's just funny shit right there. <laughs> One, it's funny to think someone goes through a turbine like that. And two, it fucking exploded. That's not where the gasoline is. There's but no reason for it to explode. He might have had grenades on him and he pulled a thin blaster <laughs> and, you know. I mean, that's that's pretty typical of movies too. Grenades don't make big fucking fireballs like that. Yeah. Do you see the, or you notice uh, when um, uh, it was almost like a little throwback, and I think that's how uh, Pierce, was that his name, Pierce? That was the big bad guy. Yeah, how he sort of tried to win Captain America's trust. Like, I'm sure it definitely did happen in the in the comics, but when he brought up uh, Bogota and how uh, it was him and Nick Fury and there was people there and they were like, oh, diplomacy, and then they ended up breaking in, and it and it was Nick Fury just went against orders, went in, got all the people out, um, almost just like how Captain America did the same thing with his unit in the first one. A little bit of a throwback there, and also uh, throwback to the Avengers when they said the new uh, aircrafts or, or spacecrafts or whatever had repulsor jets in them because Stark got fucking banged up. Quite a bit. <laughs> Fixing the uh, the old helicarrier. Oh, that's what... Yeah, okay. When when he said uh, after Stark got a closer look at them or something like that, I, I initially just thought, okay, they just took it to Stark and be like, yo, these are outdated. But yeah, that makes more sense because Stark actually got a closer look with his face. <laughs> yeah, he almost got eaten. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I got that. I, I, that, that reference went yeah. over my head. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, for the most part of the movie, he's doing that. He's like the Captain America in the Avengers. I understood that reference. Yeah. Hey, he said uh, Stephen Strange at one point. I know who that is, even though we haven't watched that movie yet. Yes. I got that one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was uh, a neat little thing when, they, when they're bringing in... Uh, Almost like teasing that they're gonna do things. I don't think they had announced a Doctor Strange movie when this one came out. They they might have, but the fact that they said Stephen Strange and he definitely wasn't uh, the Sorcerer Supreme at this point yet because his movie is like way down the line. But yeah, it was there Bruce Banner? Uh, when you actually go into uh, and they're targeting, like they load all their targets, you can actually see on one of them it is Tony Stark in Avengers Tower is one of the targets for the big thing, so. One of them was also fucking the president. Yeah. Also, another one was some guy at his daughter's baseball game. Hell yeah, fuck that guy. He went on <laughs> to catch the, the winning pitch and then gave it to his daughter, and then she became famous, and he stole all her money. And then, uh... Hail Hydra. That prevented Hydra from getting that money. Right. <laughs> Britney Spears? Sorry, you support your children? 
Wait, this is the, the button. Okay, now you did. How much power? Or, like, how much enjoyment? I know Jeff would just be, like, sitting there, like... <laughs> but if you had the power to press that button and just someone would disappear forever, how many times would you press it? So how many people are there? <laughs> uh, on planet Earth, about 8 billion. 8 billion times. Oh, fuck, we're up to 8 billion now? Pretty Probably, close. I don't know. God damn. Let me ask Google. Hey, Google. How many people are there on the goddamn planet Earth? Oh, it vibrated like it was doing something, and then it didn't. Uh, hey, seven. Google. How many people are on the planet Earth? No, it's just being a whore. It just vibrated. 7.9 billion. Oh, good. God damn it. Don't worry. We're working on that. Hopefully, oh, maybe these vaccines will be sterilizations, too. Isn't that one of the conspiracy theories? Yeah, it is. Uh, Nicki Minaj actually said that. Like, if you get the vaccine, your nuts won't work. That's isn't, fine with me. Isn't her husband a sex offender? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> also possibly a pedophile. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be on the registry, but refuses to sign up. I don't know why you have to sign <laughs> up. <for laughs> yeah, that should not be a fucking like <laughs> mandatory. It's not like you have to go and sign up for the registry. It's hey, your name is on a registry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know who, uh, who probably hates sex offenders? Uh, the Falcon, which is a new character that was introduced in this movie. <laughs> and he is... Oh, wings. Yeah. His, uh, his whole concept is actually pretty badass. And the actor, Anthony Mackie, brings like uh, just such an energy to the character. His back and forth with uh, when you get later on and he's in the movies... Uh, and especially in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, his back and forth and his just presence as the character is amazing. On your left. Yeah, on your left, yeah. Um, now, as a hero, compared to Captain America, kind of ass, but the fact that he has, like, he doesn't have the super soldier serum or anything like that, but later on he can go toe-to-toe with some of these heavy hitters is pretty impressive. I mean, he's basically just dollar store Iron Man, right? Flies around and shoots stuff with people, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, although he didn't come up with his suit. Like, I forgot it was yeah. a military issue. That's why he's dollar store. Every part of him sucks compared to Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, but his... Uh, um, it was cool. And one of the other lines... Uh, that uh, speaking of the back and forth when it comes to him and then the other ones uh the back and forth between natasha and steve over trying to find steve a date throughout that whole movie like some of those lines killed me i i actually wrote one down and it was uh if you asked her out she'd probably say yes that's why i don't ask yeah (laughs) just straight up hell no i mean it was more because he's like half-assed PTSD and unsure of his own life, but that'd be a great way to just tell your fucking friend that you have no interest in their friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one I noted was when they were on the roof after they kicked Sitwell off the building and were waiting for Falcon to bring it up, and she's just like, what about uh, Katrina in accounting? And he's like, oh, like lip-piercing? Yeah, no, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> just, just, Natasha, so... like, yeah, she's cute. <laughs> Oh, it was yeah. good. 
lip piercings, that's just, that's a horror move. <laughs> yeah, Natasha. How dare you? Next thing you'll be saying is she'll be showing ankles. <laughs> I liked uh, uh, Nick Fury's back and forth with his car. Yeah. <laughs> well, what the hell does work? The AC is fully functional. <laughs> That's pretty good because usually, like the AC is one of the first things to fuck up in a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> um, that action scene was pretty good, and then the mini lightsaber to get him out. That, I I'm feeling that Jeff would hate, hate that one because it's like I I don't care about the like the lightsaber or whatever. That's just whatever. But the fact that he dug this giant fucking sorry my phone off. Jug, dug this giant fucking hole there's no like dirt pile and also no smoke or anything like that to say that anything's happening he just fucking vaporized a giant hole in the ground that the winter soldier just didn't bother going in to see because it would have been a linear fucking hole that part was just fucking dumb as hell <laughs> <laughs> you think Harley Davidson sponsored this movie because that was whenever Steve was riding his motorcycle it was a Harley I think he just has that, that, like, that's his thing in the comics, too. He just rides his motorcycle. Yeah, he rides a motorcycle, but it was specifically a Harley. It showed the uh, uh, icon on it and everything a couple times. Could be. Logo, not icon. <laughs> Icon's the wrong word. Or <laughs> um, <are> the, uh, <laughs> the guy in the, uh, when they're in the Apple store, and they're just yeah. like... <laughs> I don't know what goes on in Apple stores, but generally speaking, I was under the impression that you're there to buy stuff, not just surf the web. And Apple employees are sh like paid fucking commission, so they would kick your ass out if you're just surfing on their fucking Macs. Yeah, although it's just like, yeah, ha, us married. Where are you guys thinking about going? New Jersey? Oh. Spare <laughs> romantic place. You go to Staten Island. Isn't that the worst part of that place? Yeah. No, no New Jersey's the worst part about New Jersey. <laughs> I think, like, Staten Island is the New Jersey of New Jersey. <laughs> it's New Jersey squared, is it? Yeah. Basically, whenever someone brings it up, everyone just, like, changes the conversation. We're going to change the topic. <laughs> We're not talking about Staten Island. Oh, you're from there? Great. Have you guys had this new shawarma? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I could really go for it. <laughs> meat on a stick and you spin no, it. No, I, I was referencing Tony. Jeff made, a, Jeff made an MCU reference. Gotcha. Hey! Hey, everyone, Checkmate clap! Atheist. Yay! Checkmate. <laughs> um, there is a god. I don't know if it's just the... There's something about Scarlett Johansson that when she's has, like, speaking roles, it just bothers me. Yeah, I don't her, know. her face stays way too static. Yeah, it's just, like deadpan all the time which makes sense for the character i guess because she's supposed to be this spy that doesn't open up to anyone but it was almost like in some scenes they replaced her with uh, like an animatronic a fucking mannequin <laughs> yeah like it was it was impressive but i don't know if it was because of the makeup or what but or just like she was if i move yeah. too much my face will crack <laughs> yeah yeah, I definitely agree. I would, like, in this movie, they were trying to, like, kind of say that she changes based on whoever she's around because that's just what she does, right? And that would be a lot more believable 
if she acted any different around anyone, right? Like, the only time she ever reacted any different was when Fury was hurt, and then she acted concerned. Other than that, she was just... Every time she's ever in any movie, she's the exact same. So I would like... I would have liked, or would like, I don't know, there's still more movies for her to be in. Uh, her to, like, actually act different, and you can see the, like, many faces of, of uh, Black Widow kind of thing, and see how she infiltrates, rather than just being a mannequin with tits. I feel yeah. like it, it's kind of on, on par with her character, because, like, she's, the only person that she's actually opened up to at this point is is Nick Fury, and you can see that, like, she breaks character pretty much like away from her oh i'm a super spy also fucking dude and, and she's uh, she starts like crying a little bit um, and she's kind of opened up to like uh hawkeye right because she had that whole thing in avengers one about him being taken and all that kind of shit yeah i know i was just talking specifically in this movie oh yeah 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 because yeah, like i was as i was gonna say it it definitely you do get to see more of her um uh later on in the movies like but it, it's the marvel thing of like here's a little tidbit of information better wait four fucking years for the movie to come out and then you can <laughs> yeah. understand yeah she didn't get her fucking movie until like after all the other ones were done yeah i think it was like more i don't know why they they took so long to do it maybe they thought like maybe it wouldn't make as much or you needed that character development or like what ends up happening in Endgame, um, so that it causes that outcry with the fans, so that they actually want to to go and see more of the character. Um, I've read uh, a lot of people are unhappy uh, because of that. They uh, uh, people who haven't watched all the Marvel movies are watching it in chronological order on Disney Plus. Then the after credit scene in the uh, Black Widow movie just fucking ruins Endgame. <laughs> What is it on Disney Plus? Uh, in chronological, I don't know what the after credit scene is because I've never seen the movie. But because it comes, the the Black Widow movie comes before uh, Endgame, and then it spoils a bunch of shit. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, I definitely get that after credit scene then. I feel like if if you're if you're watching the MCU in timeline order, you have to at least give a shit and maybe do a little bit of research. Like, oh. This one came out in uh, 2021, and Marvel is famous for putting in after credit scenes. Maybe I shouldn't watch these ones because they're it was made after all these other movies and might have spoilers. Like that, that would be my my thinking, anyways. Like I'm not gonna watch the secret after credit stuff because there could be spoilers. I think your secret after credit stuff should be teasers, not not omega spoilers yeah well technically it is a teaser like realistically it is a teaser but it's to set up something else in the in the mcu which they did it the way they did the after credit scenes were um to watch the movies in release order like it sets up the next Mm -hmm. movie for release so knowing that if you're watching them in chronological order not release order then you should realize oh some of these after credit scenes are going to cause spoilers for possible other things because of that. And so I should probably skip those until I've seen everything through. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you should have to do research before watching a movie to see if you should watch the movie. Right. 
um, or watch parts of the movie. What? I think, like, it, it, think about in like 10, 15 years, say the Marvel fad has slowed down or died off or whatever, and some kid who's just like just turning 15 years old has never seen them before and just starts to watch them, has no idea of anything because these are like before he was even born, and then watches it and it just spoils the big ending of Endgame or big section of Endgame. Like, that's just that's just bad planning ahead, in my opinion. Well, I I don't know. I'm gonna have to disagree just because if you're not a fan of the Marvel movies, then you're not really gonna know about the post credit scenes, right? Because unless you watch all the way to the very end of those the scenes, you're not gonna know. Like even as they were coming out, uh, I'd say more than halfway through uh, the MCU movie series, it was people were still walking out right as the movie ended. And they weren't waiting for like even the, the like artistic credits or the after scene on that because I know a lot of times they had they had two. Um, I was trying to look up, but I couldn't tell. I can't remember. Did Black Widow have one or two uh, post credits? Uh, I think it had two. Because I feel like I, I and I I can't verify this because I I'm just thinking of it offhand now, but. It, uh, it it seems like the first post credit scene in most Marvel stuff is like, um, most of the time it'll be like a funny quip or something um, that happened or that it relates to the movie, and the, the next one will be the the possible spoilers or like linking for the next movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just looked up Black Widow's got one apparently, but yeah, that that's just that's... gonna be a, a a disagreement, right? Like, yeah. I don't I don't think like I I think you should future proof. Not future proof, but like plan ahead when you do that kind of stuff. If you want your your fucking franchise to like last the test of time, you shouldn't put in risks where it can be ruined by that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Like if someone wants to go out of their way to look up stuff online uh, and spoil the movies for themselves, that's on them. But you shouldn't, in my opinion, put blatant spoilers in your movie than in your own app put them in chronological order where that spoiler could really fuck you up right yeah but also it's not part of the movie it's just a an extra scene after <laughs> the credits so realistically once the credits hit most people shut the movie off anyways and yeah, they know that, for that's so right now right if if marvel ends up uh influencing people in the next 10 15 years everyone starts doing it because everyone wants to franchise and spoil and not spoil but uh hook people with that kind of stuff who, who knows what will happen right yeah but then if you do know that then it's it's again it feeds into you would know not to go into the after credit scenes because you know marvel's famous for it so and they put extras in there so but yeah it, it'll just be end up being a disagreement because mm -hmm. it's if you're doing it you should know don't go in the scenes but yeah, I don't know. I feel like at this point in the especially with the, when it comes to the MCU, um, if you know about the post credit scenes, then just don't watch them. Like uh, even in this uh, for Black Widow, I was just reading, just reminding myself what they were. So the first post credit scene after like the artistic credits was uh, her with Rick Mason, which I guess is the the guy that gives her the the Quinjet, which uh, she uses to like see. Or go like save the the people at the this the prison. Spoilers alert. Yeah. Um. And then the second one, uh, which was like after all of the credits, that was the one that definitely gave spoilers. 
So I don't know. In in my opinion, if you're gonna complain about the Black Widow a second um, post credit scene, like spoiling a whole bunch of shit for the movies, it, like you have no right to talk. Like you sat there and you waited for that long. You should you should know like at this point like after credit scenes are always like a little bit of a spoiler. When it when it comes to the MCU at least. Is there other ones that are like a spoiler for something that happened in a movie after this one, or was it just because Black Widow was like a prequel almost, not a prequel, but you know what I mean, a, a jump backwards? Uh, yeah, nothing else in the post credits. Um, yeah, nothing that comes to mind. Yeah, so you wouldn't really know better since it's never happened before, right? Yeah, but also the uh, the Black Widow was supposed to come out like a year after Endgame. But it, again, it, everything else, like the more important things that lead into next movies or in next things always happen at the very end of the credits. The, the beginning parts are sort of just like little extras for the movie itself. And then the very end of the credits, if you're sitting around watching the full credits to get to that scene, it's usually a spoiler for something else. Like for the next one. Um, what else is there? Oh, uh, the writing in this one, though, back to Captain America and the Winter Soldier... The writing in this one I found was was fairly good, and the I the pacing seemed pretty good too. Like there was definitely it had its ups and downs, but I didn't find any issues um, with the uh, with like any lack of action. It, it was always sort of just stuff leading to something else, and then a climactic part, and then cut down again. Yeah, probably the slowest part of the movie was at the beginning when he was doing his like kind of soul searching stuff and went through his own museum and whatnot but again that was just to like uh kind of bring to light his uncertainty so i didn't have a problem with it whatsoever i thought it was well done it uh it, it gave you a lot more information and maybe it was a little bit of a reminder um if you hadn't watched captain america in a while uh so it give you like a, a basically just a 10 minute um synopsis of what happened and uh, maybe why he's so sad boy right now because he lost his best friend like 80 years ago yeah which was uh it was good to see although i did like when he i, I think it was in this movie yeah when he joins his old costume and then <laughs> stan lee's cameo just like oh no i'm so fired <laughs> that guy's had a lot of jobs oh yeah I think he's got. I think he's you should like. Really give that guy a name. He's in like every movie. His name's yeah. Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> I, he has like the record of like most cameos. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not a lot of directors and whatnot, or uh, people who have as many movies as that guy. <laughs> Did they like CGI a cameo into like Black Widow? Uh, no, I don't think so. It might. Uh, might have just been like voice, but yeah, pretty much after Endgame, uh, like there's no, uh, there's no more because he that they filmed his Endgame one, um, no, his Spider-Man one. He filmed his Spider-Man one. That was the that might have been the last one that he did, and he was just like super super weak. That uh, 
they had to um, they had to like CGI his voice. Same with the, the Captain Marvel one too. They CGI'd uh, or just clipped in his voice. They actually called Kevin Smith in order to get um, some of the audio clippings and stuff like that from when he did his thing in Mallrats to uh, to put into this one. Yeah. Which is cool. That when Kevin Feige called uh, Kevin Smith for that, and then Kevin Smith went to the theater and saw um, what the uh, what actually happened in the movie, why they needed those clips, and the the cameo they did. He actually started to like cry in the theater. He was just so overjoyed. Yeah, he helped not really cement the legacy, but just be a part of his legacy, right? Yeah. I think uh, the writing, for the most part, was all right. They definitely had a couple flops for me, and it was mostly Natasha uh, when her and Cap were looking for the thing in New Jersey. <laughs> she used this like super high tech algorithm that apparently she could just load into a fucking MacBook or whatever. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, to pinpoint the location that the file was made, which all of that's bullshit. But anyways. Um, so she goes there and then she's like, oh, I don't see any, she says there's no waves, not even radio waves, bitch, there's radio waves fucking everywhere. How the hell does your thing not pick up any radio waves? What the hell are you talking about? But also, and then she's like, there's nothing here. They must have, I forget what she said, but it was something to the effect of like spoofed it with a router or something like that. And I'm just like, that's. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's not how any of that works. They just like wanted to make her seem techy and informed, but she just she just sounded like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her I don't know, the writing for her character always ends up brutal, but in the Black Widow movie it's not too bad. I actually enjoyed that one pretty good, but yeah, they uh her in this was it was just too rough she kind of opens up in, in uh when they're in sam's apartment a bit but that uh um, that's pretty much it but yeah for the most part the writing was all pretty good especially uh, they i don't know what it is it's between the, the the writing and the actual acting of it their back and forths always seem like flawless for the most part in between characters and i love it yeah because it just seems like it's it seems like it's an actual conversation happening like like this is actually happening before your eyes not just on a screen but like you witness someone doing these conversations just in the street um this is also the first uh or the introduction of the russo brothers into directing of the mcu um they did this one uh captain america civil war and then they had them do infinity war and endgame together and all those ones i'm pretty sure are stacked up pretty high with um praise and how it uh how well done they are i think they actually enjoy the comics and enjoy the characters and really love it it's unfortunate that they probably won't be directing anymore because scarlett johansson is suing disney for uh, I guess a fairly viable cause because they did Black Widow as a split 
release. Uh, they did it on Disney Plus and same day theater, and her contracts was for um, profits based on uh, box office performance. Yeah, and their her contract stated specifically that it was going to be box office exclusive for a while. It's a hundred percent a viable clause. They just a hundred percent breach of contract. And I hate people that are like, "Oh, you already fucking uh, made millions of dollars. What the fuck do you care?" Yeah, and Disney made a hell of a lot more, and they're fucking breaching contract just to fuck her over, or yeah. not just to fuck her over, but to make even more money. What? They're way more in the wrong than her. What the hell? You can't let big companies get away with this. That's how they walk all over you. Yeah. So because of that, um, the Russos probably aren't going to sign another contract unless it's in there for sure. But it's it's pretty shitty because they actually take care of their, their movies. And for the most part, the directors that they choose to do these movies have like some sort of caring for the characters, for the comics for everything they are like the the nerdy people and it all started with john favreau and his love of the character of iron man and his dedication to the role and you can even see it when because he directs and he helped make the mandalorian show so he's transitioned over in the star wars universe oh did he yeah and that show's phenomenal and uh most of the, the the movies and stuff that he does are like they're all great he just loves the craft, which is good to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's not too other many other characters that really get introduced. The the Winter Soldier character, uh, he it almost you get to see a little bit that he ends up being that uh, uh, what's it called the the back and forth in his head, like he's flipping floor. There's so much psychologically wrong with the character and that develops more in the in the further movies um i think the next time we see him is uh civil war and there's a there's a big big thing he did big big bad thing he did in civil war so it'll be good to see that he's he's a bad guy again in civil war uh not technically he's more like civil war they're like fighting amongst each other for some reason i don't know i've never seen it yeah yeah, you'll understand. Civil War, yeah. slavery rights, you know, racism. True, true. Um, and that's coming up in, I think, like six movies? Six movies? Oh, I thought we were done. No. <laughs> the last one is uh, Endgame. Is that the last, no. last one? No, the last one is Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming or something? No, it's the end. Endgame, end of the game. No. Not in the Infinity Saga weird like i don't know anything about the spider-man series in general but it's weird that the infinity saga ends after they kill thanos but again i i've never seen the movie so something relevant could happen but i don't i mean they don't like they don't kill thanos until endgame yeah and then homecoming's after that one right yeah Sort of more of just like a development for the the character of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. More arcs, more character arcs. I love character arcs if they're done well. There are certain arc characters that just are fucked. Um, but yeah, the uh, 
yeah, pretty much that's that's all I got for for character stuff. Just because they they brought a lot of new characters, and the the characters they did bring in uh, help are going to help continue on the MCU, which I'm pretty pretty stoked for. Yeah, because like most of the old guards leaving, right? Yeah, has left, either died or just doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I think the only one that's like still wants to do it is Chris Hemsworth with Thor. Which yeah, oh and and obviously the uh, for the originals anyways, and uh, I think Mark Ruffalo he wants to keep doing the oh, yeah. the Hulk stuff. He is signed on to appear in um uh in the She Hulk uh, TV series since She Hulk is technically his cousin in the comics, so mm. he will be there and. Uh, so he was mentioned again. twice in this movie. Yeah. He's a badass. Made a serum to reduce his heart rate to one per minute. <laughs> yeah, didn't work. <laughs> or it might have worked, just not how he wanted it to. But like the Hulk was just like, oh shit, we're dying, time to take over. Yeah. It's the opposite of what I wanted to happen. I feel like it should just be in your pants. So like as soon as your pants start tearing, oh, you're getting an injection. It lowers your heart rate, calms you down. You're like, oh, now my clothes are ripped and I'm not uh, as mad. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm mad that my clothes are ripped and here we go again. <laughs> it's just a never-ending cycle. I gotta get my fucking shorts on. Quick, before I change. Yeah. But doesn't, like, this is a spoiler for Endgame, I think. But doesn't he become, like, fucking Professor Hulk at some point? Yeah. God, I hate that. Does that happen on camera, or is that just, like... Um... No, they sort of explain it a little bit, but... And there's a deleted scene for Infinity War that, that does it more justice. They got... Um, I don't know if it got released, or people just started focusing on it more now, but it's, uh... It's, sort of just happens which kind of sucks but yeah when uh, that comes around i'm definitely going to be bitching about that <laughs> major character development should not happen off screen yeah. uh, shall i go into my little random plot hole rant so you guys can yell at me about might as well i'm all ready right. to yell all right cool uh at the beginning when they said uh the pirates had taken over the ship. They specifically said there was 25 pirates, and if you count the pirates that they fight and kill, there was closer to 35. <laughs> Unlucky. Some of those were just uh, disgruntled workers. They're like, these guys aren't paying me enough. Too many secrets. I'm I'm a pirate now. Yeah. <laughs> Changing sides. Yeah. It's like one those two guys. Me. Let me pop a cap in one of these bitches. Yeah. So the two guys on uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean when they swap sides, just like that. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's like, oh, people are boarding us. I'm just gonna take my gun, start shooting my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he went home, Captain went home when Nick Fury was in his apartment. He's just like walking up the stairs. Everything's fine. He doesn't have his shield, and then he hears that his. Uh, radio's on he didn't leave it on so he sneaks in through the window suddenly has a shield where did that come from oh he picked it up on the uh, by the wall was it in his apartment already yeah but didn't he have it outside of his apartment like in the scene prior to that 
I don't think so. Oh, I definitely missed him picking up off the wall. That's my bad. I'd have to go back and see if he had it outside beforehand or not. So we'll scratch that one off to me not paying attention. They use the classic movie thing of patients flatlining. We need to shock him with paddles. That's not how that works at all. That you that'll just kill the man. That doesn't no. <laughs> um What? I thought that would it shocks his heart back into rhythm. No, that's a movie myth. If you're flatlining, you do CPR. You don't do you don't shock. You shock for arrhythmia. Uh, and then there was the part where Captain just got the thumb drive into a vending machine somehow without breaking it or anything. How the fuck did that happen? The employee was filling it up. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of it. like only you can only see him in the background. So okay, it, I was probably focused was, on something else. Yeah, unless you were specifically looking in the background, you wouldn't have seen him. Okay, that's my bad. Uh, Hydra. They have, they're obviously, like, basically S.H.I.E.L.D. They have surveillance absolutely everywhere on the planet to the point where they can tell if you're going to be a problem to them in the next few years. But they don't have cameras in the back of their own vans where they hold their prisoners to make sure that they're not escaping. Seems Plus pretty stupid. That's like having a, a camera in their cell. Like, they're already in there. You know they're in there. They're not getting out. You it's should definitely have cameras in prisoner cells. <laughs> That's no. how people get into shit, is when they're not being supervised. Too much money. It's not a, it's not an <laughs> effective solution. <laughs> we built fucking spaceships to take out 20 million people at a time. It's not cost effective to put a fucking backup camera in our inside of our fucking van. Well, I mean, like, from my understanding, it, the van is sort of like a police car. Like, door can only be open from the outside or maybe with a key from the inside, which they didn't use. They cut a hole through the floor. So I'm assuming, like, what is the point of putting a camera back there? Like, once someone's in there, generally, 99% of the time, they're in there until we let them out. Like, they're, they're not going to expect them to escape. Like, this is a secure vehicle. It's meant for transporting prisoners. Plus, with the two guards, like, you figured they would handle anything. I mean, it's Captain America and Black Widow. That's not how that works. But, uh... Uh... The... I... Technically, in like real life, I might agree with you, although I still think that if you're carrying a prisoner, you should watch them at all times because they're a prisoner for a reason. But if you're like so psychopathic that you have developed an algorithm that will tell you if someone's going to be a problem in the next few years so you can kill them ahead of time, you're probably paranoid enough to put fucking cameras in your own fucking van, right? No, uh, that's what they have the guards there for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't agree with that. I like how the um, uh, the grunt guy uh, that ends up becoming Crossbones or something you said, he just knows the override codes for uh, launching the things early and can do it. That that doesn't seem like that would be something that would happen. Well, I mean, you gotta be briefed, right? Like, worst case scenario... In his mind, like if, if people find out, you got to be able to do it yourself, right? That's that's the way I would think about it. Like, if I was in that position, like I would personally want to know how to launch it myself, just in case. Like, hey, what if no one is here or no one wants to do it? Then I could just get it done myself. I don't know. It's sort of like the camera thing, right? 
for you, you would put it in there, right? Because it makes sense to you. So I would, I would want to learn how to do it so I can do it at any time. Plus, it might have just been like a, he was picking up information that he shouldn't have been, um, like while working for Hydra and they're siphoning off all that information. So he might have just been privy to that because he was, I'd say, fairly high up in the Hydra chain of command. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, like he's a task force leader, right? To um, shield, but not for Hydra. Like Hydra, he was a lot higher up, I believe. I don't know. They didn't really give any evidence of that, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know. He was getting his orders to, like direct from the director. I'm pretty sure. Uh, near the end, when um, Pierce is like lose slowly losing to a Fury and Natasha, he kills the random execs using his little like fucking explodey chest thing but not natasha natasha's the only dangerous one in the room well fury obviously but the only dangerous one in the room with a fucking uh, uh self-destruct button attached to her why would you leave her alive like he doesn't even like have a plan for her or anything he's just like nope i'm not killing you because you have plot armor uh he needed a hostage he was taking her hostage on the helicopter to make sure everything still went good uh, yeah, she was going to fly, um, so I believe... I don't know if the other people could fly. I think they were more just like politicians, where she's uh, a spy that can infiltrate a lot of places, so she's probably, she could probably fly. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, you don't leave the most dangerous person in the room alive if you're the one that they're after, in my opinion. Even if you think you can take them hostage, if they're the most dangerous person and you're just like some random exec, you're not going to take them overconfidence it's the it's the problem with a lot of uh, movie and comic book villains they get overconfident they start monologuing and then <laughs> yeah. you like, taser yourself and your buddy shoots him in the head <laughs> yeah exactly uh and then right after that she was in like her um like dress and whatnot her old lady dress or whatever the fuck that she was wearing and then the next scene with her she was in her full leathers that would have shown underneath her dress and the she just went from one room to the helicopter and suddenly was in full leathers again. That was uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Well, she did have the um, the face changer, and then when you see her when she's holding the gun, uh, you can actually see the same kind of fabric or whatever on her hands. So she had like it was almost like a bodysuit type deal for um, for the that tech. That she had to, to change her appearance. Oh, she had the wire mesh on her hands, did she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that either. That's my bad, then. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much um, most of what I have. So I went back and I watched the, that first scene, and uh, the Captain America was at the VA beforehand. The VA? Yeah, Veterans Association. So he was going to talk to... Uh, uh, oh okay so he, yeah he, so he picked the shield off the wall okay yeah I, I did not see him pick it off the wall that's my bad yeah it's like right after he sneaks in his own window instead of going through the front door because his neighbor's like yo you forgot your music and he's like sorry about that i just love nwa and and then he's like gotta get in the window because i don't leave my music on i'm not a cut oh one other part that i definitely uh saw was um at an hour 46.29. I wrote this one down because it was so, like, abrupt to me. Did you guys notice a sudden edited-in voice change? 
you'd have to describe the scene. Um, Pierce was talking to Fury, and he was talking about, uh, basically, he was telling Fury his plan and all this kind of bullshit. And the exact um, voice change was something to the effect of... Um, uh, there's if you could save se something about if you could save seven billion people by killing twenty million, wouldn't you? Or, or seven okay. billion? Yeah, there was like a clearly edited in voice line there. It was a completely different like not pitch but volume level and almost microphone quality and everything. Did you, was that in your guys too? Uh, not that I know. Or not that I can remember. Sorry, what was the, the, the time you said? Uh, one hour, 46 minutes, 29 seconds-ish. Fill a little dead air. Um, uh, yeah, the, the Stephen Strange threat for the, the universe stuff. Um, how he lost the eye. Uh, is, yeah. Oh, was it different? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely different. I don't know if it's just because of like the camera change. I'm assuming the actor fucked up the line, or maybe or they had a technical line. problem for that one or something. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't have problems with them having technical difficulties and whatnot. I just thought maybe, like, with such a big budget, they would have been able to edit it a little better that I didn't notice it on the first go kind of thing. I think it might have just been, like, a maybe an afterthought. Like, they, they didn't realize until everything was already, like, finished and they were in the editing stages. So they are like, all right, we'll just bring him in, get him to record his line, and then we'll just chuck him in the movie. Because it does change cameras, like, around the time. I think there's a couple, uh, maybe five seconds of, of the, the footage beforehand where the, the sound is off, but they did a good job of, like, swapping uh, cameras and, and cutting the scene there so they could actually make it fit to his voice and not be so echoey in, in a studio. Huh. But you can see, like, his mouth stops moving in that scene before he, like, stops talking. So I'm assuming mm -hmm. something just... Yeah, maybe it was a, a line change or something like that that they went with, or he, like, he... There, there was a blooper that that happened, and they just like, well, we need this footage because every other shot is shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just something I noticed that it really stood out to me for someone that's got like a budget of two hundred million dollars for that to happen. <laughs> like, technical shit happens, but you'd think the editing would be closer to matching. Yeah, uh, the the doctor. Actually, the one that worked on Nick that first shocked him, as well as the one who was holding Black Widow's um, armhole shut, uh, that was actually one of the directors. That was Anthony Russo. Oh, yeah? Which is kind of cool. I kind of like how it's like seeing directors just sort of insert themselves into the movies, like little tiny cameos by them. Although, I don't think anything beats uh, Taika's... Uh, insertion in the in Thor Ragnarok that character is a uh, a fan favorite for sure 
I got no idea. I've never seen it. Oh, you will. You fucking will. Soon, TM. Nope. Soonish, TM. Like eight weeks. Soon, blizzard soon, TM. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Yeah. Fucking rapists. They're as bad as penguins. <laughs> Worse. Alright. <laughs> Anyone else have any uh, wrap-up statements for this uh, this review before we get to some ratings? I don't think so. Oh, I figured you would say Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra? Hydra, bitch. I think Hydra didn't go extreme enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there should have been a, a thing that says, okay, this is the, the, pro, the, the algorithm. If, if you fit the, the profile, we're going to kill you. It should be, hey, do you have a driver's license? Guess what? You're getting shot in the head. Don't have a driver's license? Guess what? We're going to Google you, uh, and if you have Facebook, you're dead. There's about seven kids in the world that are going to survive. Nope. They got to die, too. Uh-oh. Well, no, that's, like, by chance. Like, their their moms are pregnant with them currently, and then the mom dies, and the stress and slash muscle release just causes them to be birthed, and then they die. Because they suck they on need dead titties for a while? No, they don't have the uh, body functions to move that far. Unless it was like one pregnant woman fell down and then another pregnant woman <laughs> fell down on top of her. Shat out a baby onto the other one's tit. Yeah, just like right near it. And then the baby's like, oh, I think shit, I've seen that's that movie before. <laughs> the, uh, I love those memes of when the Thanos snap happened and then there's just girls coughing out dust. That kills me all the time. All right. Not so, dust, it's atoms. No. <laughs> Which are, uh, dust is made of atoms. I mean, technically. Legally. Get scienced. Allegedly. Not allegedly. It's been proven. We have microscopes. We have macroscopes, too. The fuck is, it, is that just not your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a telescope. All right. Now let's find out who is right. Jeff, who is right? Okay. Uh, God, this one's hard. Like, the the bad guys are pretty typical just want to control the world bad guys there's nothing interesting about them you know what i mean the winter soldier twist is okay but i didn't really like that guy's acting uh he he had a very much a scarlett johansson thing where his face always looked the same no matter what i know he was supposed to be like a brainwashed douchebag but even when he was starting to remember his face didn't really change so I, I don't I don't really know how I feel about him. Uh, Captain had a bit of a better story arc, so that's a plus. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's character was generally pretty bad, so I mean that's Scarlett Johansson's character. <laughs> that's Scarlett Johansson's character in almost every movie she's in, isn't it? Uh, yeah, for the most part, she's pretty. She's pretty uh, typecast. She's pretty, she's pretty bad actor. Um, John Johnson, oh, she played a Brooklyn yeah. uh, girl who didn't want to have sex. Yeah, and she, uh, in Marriage Story, apparently, like it's that's more of a, a serious. So I guess in action movies, she's a little bit like typecast, but yeah. she does have the the range to do other things. Yeah, 
the only other real movie that I can like comes to mind that I've seen her in is that Lucy movie. That's absolutely her fucking horrendous. I think it's called Lucy. Yeah, where she, well, she turns where... herself into a USB stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie is fucking awful. But uh, yeah, um, the pacing and whatnot was okay. The music and whatnot, again, the sound is every single Marvel movie is whack whenever someone punches something. Uh, the camera shaking really got on my nerves in this one. Uh, I don't know if it's actually worse than the other ones. Maybe I was just like on the verge of a headache or something and it was bothering me more today. I'm not sure, but it really, I picked up on it more today. So I'd probably give this one like, probably, I think I'm going to have to give it to Zach. It's probably like a six. It's a movie that if someone put it on, I'd like half-heartedly groan, but not actually and just like watch it. But there's worse things that could be on. So I'd be okay with it. You know what I mean? I would never put this movie on myself, but if someone else put it on, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. It's not like The Incredible Hulk. I'm walking out. <laughs> no, The Incredible Hulk, I gave like a like a four and a half, but also with the caveat that I would probably still watch it, even if someone else put it on. It just had really shitty characters. <laughs> that fucking chick. Oh my god. Whatever happened to her? Like, Bruce Banner, I know he hasn't had his own movie since then, but she's never mentioned again in any of the fucking movies with the Hulk in it, is she? Uh, and then he just swaps over and starts, like, dry-humping Scarlett Johansson for a while? Yeah. Which, realistically, everyone would. And I mean, those I mean, two, comparatively. The, would you rather fuck the, the dainty scientist who can barely fart without ripping her asshole? Or the, uh, like, trained, uh, not super soldier, but, like, super duper soldier uh, that can uh, infiltrate Russia slash anywhere and get anything that she needs and could probably take a beating. Here's the thing. It depends on... Who's got the bigger cock? No. (laughs) Uh, Possibly the dainty one, but it's... She's not allowed to speak. Them thighs that, like... If you're between them thighs, you could pop like a watermelon. I'd be okay with that. That's a preferable way to go. Yeah. Whereas, like, you try and get fucking, uh, what's her name? Betty? Yeah. Scientist Betty to wrap her thighs around your head. She'd probably get one leg up there and queef in your mouth and then cry because (laughs) it's so unladylike. Yeah. Or she probably. Do some experiments about it. She could, like, break her legs just like that fucking frog Jeff keeps talking about. I'm going to break the leg. Start stabbing you. I If she ever opened her mouth, I'd just lose all yeah. will to fuck, because that voice is obnoxious. What, okay, but what if she doesn't speak when she opens her mouth? Like, what if she just, like, takes a bite of a If I had heard her Helen before, Keller? it would still just, like, fucking ruin me. Well, I mean, there's a lot of times you open your mouth and you don't make a sound, right? I'm doing Sometimes right. people are just mouth breathers. Yep. Sometimes Unlucky. you gotta take a bite of something. Sometimes you're young. No, you just fucking feed it through your teeth like a grater. You still need to open your mouth to get no, your No, you open your teeth. lips, not your mouth. That's different. Lips are a part of your mouth. So are your teeth. Yeah, but you need to get past the lips <laughs> to get to the teeth. Yeah. Allegedly. Not allegedly. <laughs> you have lips. Close your lips right now. Close your lips. Try Hello. and touch your fucking teeth. Try and touch my teeth? Close I'm your lips, try and touch your tongue. Teeth. With your um, hand. No, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. Checkmate. 
This guy's one of the so I'd probably give it a six. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking, Jordan? I'm thinking I want to punch Jeff in his head. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I'd give that, in this movie, uh, an eight. I thought this was one of the, the better movies in the, in the MCU. Um, although that, now that Jeff's brought it up, I, like, I didn't notice before, but as I was going back to watch some of the scenes, I cannot not see like the excessive amount of cuts. Uh, I, I genuinely didn't notice it the first time or like any times I've watched it. And now I think it might be one of the only things I can think about while watching it. Uh, so you shatter that glass for me. Thanks for that, Jeff. Yeah, I think I think that's just like human nature, right? Like if you're used to something, you don't notice it. But then if someone uh, brings it up, you st- suddenly start to think about it. Like there was that meme on Reddit a whole bunch of times when like people would say, now you're breathing manually. And then people are just like, what the fuck? Now I have to think <laughs> about how to breathe, right? Like you're used to it. But then when someone brings it up, you're just like, what the fuck? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm like I don't know I think some of it's well done, um, just based off the fact that I've never noticed it before, mm-hmm. um, and there are some stuff that like accentuates the scene itself. Um, like I noticed there's a few times like someone was doing a backflip and like the camera would half flip with them and then they would like switch to another uh, cut. Um, one thing I did want to talk about before I got uh, kind of interrupted, I was waiting for a silence and there just never Sorry. was one. Um, uh, the scene, the fight scene between Cap and Vitrock, I thought that was framed very well. Um, it was almost like it was trying to show it as a 2D. Um, there was a lot of wide shots from the side, and it almost never... Uh, it was always shown from the same side, um, other than the, the, the close-ups, and I thought it was it was framed very well. Um, I don't know if it was like trying to, to be comic-esque, but, uh, but like I said, I thought it was, it was a very well uh, thought-out fight scene. Um, yeah, and eight. That's my that's my rating. I'm gonna stick it. Hell yeah, it's a good rating. I'm rating this good one on nine. Um, I will put this one on again often. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. The fight scenes were cool. Um, the action, the character arc of Captain America developing into the doing whatever, doing what's right um, rather than what's ordered. I love that. Um, the new characters that they introduced. Um, just because it, because whenever they introduce a new character, I just get excited because I want to see what's what's going to happen with that character in in further on in the series. So, um, those were all good. Uh, the effects were good. Uh, the throwbacks to the other movies. Now that you're getting more little Easter eggs throughout, uh, the further we go. Um, all well done. I'm giving it a a nine. Which gives us a 7.7. So that's a pretty good rating for us. Um, join us next week while we review Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the uh, As Jeff said, the better version of the Suicide Squad. The the first one, 2016, the error one, not, uh, not the new one. Because um, that one's way better than Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never seen it. It's done by the same director. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, Kevin Fuggy? No, that's producer. No, that's... James Gunn? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, join us next week. Uh, we'll be recording uh, again probably on Friday. Um, 7, 8-ish Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash bytherailside. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, Spotify, YouTube. Hey, just join us. Hey, and if you want, like, 
send us send us some messages. You know what? Send say, me hate mail. Yeah, send Jeff hate mail. He would love some hate mail. Talk about his bald spot and his favorite movie, the Warcraft movie. Yeah. It's all canon. <laughs> I mean, why not at this point? Fucking World of Warcraft's gone so downhill. Why not? And they removed the best scene from the movie. I don't know why. Fucking, there was a scene where uh, uh, Gromash Hellscream come up and was talking about how much power he has now that he drank the demon blood. And he's like flexing and his muscles are huge and whatnot. And Duratan, who hasn't drank the demon blood, so he's still a, a regular colored orc. They look at him and he's flexing and whatnot. He's like, yeah, but you're green. And then they all start, all the brown orcs start laughing. That was the best scene in the whole movie, and they <laughs> fucking cut it! <laughs> Racism! I don't endorse them. So. <laughs> but yeah. Join us next week. Uh, other than that, you guys take care of yourselves. Uh, go get vaccinated. And if you're in Canada, don't forget to vote on September 20th, because this podcast will be out just for it. And I know you will definitely listen to it all the way through to get to this message. 100%. Yeah. If you don't, why are you still here? Yeah. Why do you just have it on in the background without listening to us? That's fucking you know weird. Why do you Here's make... a little treat. We'll close it out with a little treat from me to the, to the people that made it this far. Okay. A little kiss. Oh. <laughs> <Cut it off. laughs>